I don't know any other acronym for ATM. The hoof hoof and mouth thing? Yes. Hello and welcome. We're back. From the ballerlifestyle.com, it's the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. My name is Brian Beckner. Thank you for joining the show. Episode 317 of the podcast. Still quarantining. Everyone's quarantining, and that's fine. Um, if you would like to reach out, do so via the email address, mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com. We're, we're, you know, we're do we're reviewing a lot of movies we're doing a lot of off the board stuff there's not really any fun there's no sports happening there's not really any fun shit to talk about so we're just kind of like playing it fast and loose here we're doing a lot of movies we're having a lot of fun doing them um we're open to your suggestions maybe for movies we're open to your suggestions for anything so reach out mailbag at the baller lifestyle.com also voicemail 949 949- 464 TBLS. And wherever you're listening to the show right now, whatever app you're on, or if you're on the website, oh, I almost started playing our show there. This is how dumb I am. I'm literally one of the dumbest human beings ever to live. My phone is connected to the show. But I just wanted to look. If you go to uh, whatever podcast player you use and you click on the description of the show you'll see that there is now a link where you can subscribe to bonus content and I'll I'll also um, pin a link to the website so because a lot of you actually actually go to the website every week and listen to the show there so um, I'll pin a link there if you would like to subscribe the subscription level for bonus content is five dollars a month if you would like to contribute more you are welcome to do so Um, additionally you can there's another link for just donations if you hear something you like and you go hey I want to send these guys a dollar for what they're doing you can do it there, theballerlifestyle.com or whatever service you use to download the show. So if you were a Patreon subscriber before, see, I wasn't in control of the Patreon. I outsourced that portion, the administrative portion of the show, and then... I had a falling out with the person that was in control of the Patreon. And then that person thought they should just keep all the money. So that's not happening anymore. We have a new setup. And if you just go to the go to the either the website or wherever you listen to the show, please resubscribe there. We're gonna be doing a lot of bonus content. I know friend of the show, Telly Two Putts who owes us $50 for forcing us to review the movie Howard the Duck. He, uh, he wants us to, do, to review episodes of the HBO show, sex show, Wiccans having sex with trees show. 
real sex. And I would love to do that, but I can't, it's not on like HBO go or HBO now is supposed like they have all the episodes of the wire and Sopranos and like everything that I imagine dream on is probably on there. First in 10, like the fucking badass shows that used to show boobs back in the day. I'm sure those are available on the HBO streaming platforms, but for some reason, real sex isn't. We would like to review real sex behind the paywall of our bonus content feature, and we haven't found a way to do that yet because we can't find the shows, but stuff like that. If you have ideas that you would that you think would make for good, shorter, more interesting bonus content behind the scenes content let us know we're open to your ideas you can hit us on email you know how to get a hold of us uh that said i've said it all i am now joined by co-host of the show good friend of mine mr ed daly ed what's up hey um i just read today because i have hbo now yeah and yeah they're, they're they're missing some stuff but I think they're really geared up. They're doing HBO Max, right. which is like their new app. I tweeted I at them today. It comes, it, came, it comes out in May, and I'm guessing they're going to have like a bigger catalog on that. And I read anybody who has HBO now can just like click a button, switch over to HBO Max. What about – and same for me, right? I have HBO Go because I have HBO yes. on DirecTV. Yes. Yeah. I, yeah, I believe there's there's some – transition that like people who have this can have this, but HBO go goes through your cable company. Yep. Like, like they, they always so do that confusing. kind of weird stuff, but, so but I, I'm guessing they're going to have more stuff on that thing in May. So we, we could get to it then. Yeah. But, um, you know, further to your point, I, I've got plenty of time. Yeah. I can, uh, if anyone contributes, yeah. send me a question anything yeah. yeah and i will give i'm i'm honest about everything oh yeah i'm not giving you my social security number but sure. I'll, I'll give you it if you want my opinion on who would win in a fight yes uh if you want my opinion on anything i'll do it for uh, for the patreon content absolutely so. yeah we'll we'll weigh in uh, um I, I will as well we'll weigh in on any of your queries uh, and we'll, we'll post them to our subscription page. It's not actually Patreon this time. We're, we're running it through our, through, it's called Red Circle, which is the, the, it's a startup that hosts our podcast. And as well, okay. it's, it's, it's kind of like an, an all in one spot. So, um, that's so why I don't, I don't know the name. It's just called like Red Circle something. I don't know. Like, I don't, you don't go to a website to do it. You, or you just go to our website and, uh, you can contribute okay. there. Um, I, I was, did find a non-Rona story. Oh, let's hear it. Okay. This was from a few weeks ago. I just never got to it. Vin Diesel says Spielberg told him it's a crime of cinema if he doesn't direct more. <laughs> There's no way that's true. Like, <laughs> I can't even imagine the two of them talking. <laughs> no, they've I never mean, met. They've never met. didn't say that. Yeah. But when would they even talk? Like I could no, see never they, met. they're polite. They could be polite at some, you know, award show or some you know, nonsense people's choice awards. But that's where you just give them like the smile and nod. Also, There's no way they had a conversation. And also Vin Diesel's never directed a movie. Has he? I don't, 
I'd never heard of him as a director. Me either. So and he's who would know what he's doing? I so <laughs> oh, hold on. There was a movie in the late nineties, early two thousands, and it could have it really it could have been the Ed Daly story because it was it it was there was Vin Diesel. Stage name, by the way, Vin Diesel. Shocked, you'd be shocked to learn. Really? That. Yeah, Vin Diesel, Ben Affleck, fresh off his probably fresh off his star turn in Armageddon, where he was very skinny and his teeth were very large. <laughs> I believe noted Scientologist Giovanni Rabisi. Also makes an appearance. I can't remember who the broads were in it or if there were oh, any. I've seen this movie. Boiler Room. Boiler Room. I believe Alec Baldwin yes. also. Oh, no. Ben Affleck does. He's doing an imitation of Alec Baldwin in oh, Glenn, Glenn Gary. Con- yeah. OK. So Did, I do have a sort of story like this. So I, right. I, I first was working at the Danish shipping company and I was like, I want to get into finance. Yeah, that's where, that's where Lars got in bed with you. <laughs> exactly. Right. But I wanted I wanted to just make some dough. And so I just was trying to get a job and I was going through the New York Times classified section or help wanted uh, section. And I go to some interview and it was like the Ben Affleck interview scene in that movie. Yeah. And it was unreal. This guy comes in and he's like. Trying to give me like the hard ass, hey, do you, and and it it's it's like all these firms, all these boiler room places. It it sounds. I think in boiler room they were JP Marlowe, and this right. was like the place I went to was like Smith Bainey or something. Right. Like, you know, like like it was all like just variations. Yes. On, it, it was like a knockoff sneaker of investment firm, right. and the guy the guy's like gets into my face. He goes. Tell me, do you like making money? It was, it was like a fucking timeshare presentation. It was, it was unreal. The guy was, was like, "Hey, listen, buddy, we work hard, we play hard." He's doing all the bullshit, like that kind of stuff, and he pretty much told me, "He's like, you want to work here and make money? You can start Monday morning." There was no like interview. It was just like kind of a barking out. Right. And what they do is they just get people who are willing to just spend a couple of uh, maybe six months doing shady shit, but working crazy hours. Yeah, they just roll through them. They just need more people all the time because people quit. Right. But and also like he, he he clearly was up to just shady shit. And it was the the diciest interview. And as badly as I wanted a, a job and to get out of there. I left that conference room and just never looked back. Uh, such a bummer. But yes. But then I, I think, I think I went to that interview and then maybe shortly thereafter I saw boiler room and I was like, this is the exact same interview. Yeah. This is what I did. This is where I was going to work. Now I don't know. The main I don't know why I thought this because I know Vin Diesel, despite being five, six and a half, was a bouncer or maybe bartender in somewhere like the West Village or something, Manhattan, somewhere. 
and I, for some reason, I thought he like wrote a movie and I thought it was Boiler Room and that's how he came to prominence. But I'm looking at his IMDb right now and he most definitely did not write Boiler Room. And here I'm going to tell you the things he's directed that Steven Spielberg must have. One last thing about Boiler Room. Yeah. I remember at the time had a great soundtrack. Did it? It was a great soundtrack. Really? Yeah. It was a rap. Yeah, right. It was good. So he wrote, so, oh, no, this is how he came. He made a short film because he's biracial, I believe, or he's, his thing is he's not, he doesn't. He won't tell you. Yeah, he won't tell you what he is. Yeah. I saw an interview with him when he when maybe the first one of these Fast and Furious movies and he got very angry that somebody was like trying what does it matter who I am? Yes. And they're just trying to get some color on like his upbringing. It wasn't right. like I don't know. So, it's terrible. So he he wrote and directed and starred in a short in 1995 and that's how he came to prominence multifacial it's called i've also seen a movie called multifacial and it had a little bit yeah. different didn't yeah. wasn't a, vin diesel wasn't there then he he wrote and directed something called strays okay that i'm not familiar with and then he's since then Directed like a couple of shorts and one episode of a TV show in 2012 called The Ropes. So what? Where is Steven Spielberg getting? What has he seen that Vin Diesel did? I already, I already deleted the tab. Right, I know. Right, there's just, there's right. Just it's no crazy. Way. It's crazy. No way he said it. It's crazy. And Steven Spielberg is so big, there would be no right. point in him even like having a comment on that story. Right. As a fellow Cal State Long Beach alum, and I'm using the, I mean, I'm an alum, Spielberg dropped out. But again, we matriculated at the same college. Maybe I could reach out to Steve and get, maybe he comes on the show and we can be like, Steven, tell us about the time. What have you seen of Vin Diesel's work? That leads you to believe it would be an actual criminal offense if he doesn't direct more movies. I only saw the one, uh, the first Fast and Furious, and I felt good. I felt like I didn't need more. But I kind of think maybe one of those movies sometime would be kind of funny. Oh, to review? Yeah. Oh, yeah, they're great movies. They're... Well, obviously, we got to do a Paul Walker one because well, I see. I think it's Netflix. I think one of them has Fast Five. Do you think he was alive still? Oh, he definitely was. He was all the way up until Fast Eight. Okay. He was in. So then, we'll and give it a go. Beautiful. I mean, gorgeous beautiful. man. Not not like not a lot of gravitas. That He's Paul the Walker guy, kind of guy that that moved his lips when he read, right? Right. Not super intelligent. I'm, I mean, R.I.P. He seems like just a great guy. Everyone said he was a great guy, but yeah, he was a, he, he. Another way to describe what you're trying to say, Ed, is he was an actor. Right. It's not you, you know these 
these guys aren't, um, they're not being offered to study at Rhodes or Oxford or wherever you go to do that. Yeah, the Rhodes Scholar is, is Oxford. Oxford. I knew that. I knew that. I mean, I also wasn't invited. And Cecil Rhodes was actually a horrible apartheid. That doesn't surprise me. Guy. Um, Ed, I was reading a thing today, and it's it's one of those things that you read, and you're like, wait, this is crazy that anybody has this opinion. But then you're like, then you then you get interested if you're if you're the, the type of person that likes to self-examine, as I am. You look inward and go, whoa, whoa, maybe I was wrong. I was reading a thing on, on Slate today, and it was about the game F. Mary Kill. Are you familiar okay. with it? You, fam- it? you familiar with the game F. Mary Kill? Stern used to do it a lot, so it's, a, it's an interesting thing to right. think about. Right, right. So F. Mary Kill, Ed, Rosie O'Donnell... Okay. I'm writing these down so I don't forget. Ellen DeGeneres, or as I like to say, DeGeneres. And how about, who's the, um, Rachel Ray. F. Mary Kill, Ed. Oh. F. Mary Kill, Rosie O'Donnell, Ellen DeGeneres, and Chef slash... Talk show hostess Rachel Ray. She's not a chef, by the way. I shouldn't say that. She's not a chef. She's not I a chef. She's her- no. She's she she came up in the world of food, and she can cook. But I don't believe she's a trained chef. Although, I mean, Nigella Lawson. Hey, girl. I don't know. Hey, girl. Um, no, she's also not a trained chef, but but people would consider so her a me, chef. I think. I, I mean, I don't know her that well. Rachel Ray seems to me like somebody that is not unattractive and not she's, she has her moment. She's, she's, she's what we like to call up and down. Yeah, I, I get it. But mm-hmm. I mean, I would, I would, the problem is I would, I would like to do two of the things with her versus the other two. Right. Right. Yes. Like the F or the Mary part, I'd be fine with Rachel Ray. Okay. But I can't. Oof. It's tough. Ellen's really rich. Extremely. I marry Ellen. I would probably marry Ellen. And yeah. I know all the awful things she's people horrible. say about Ellen. She's horrible. She's horrible. She's horrible, yeah. but she did have a significant moment in her life that was very important. She was the, her her coming out on television was, was, was massive. It's, it's a was zeitgeist massive. moment. Yeah. Absolutely. There's no, you cannot Which take really that away from her. Make for yeah. a good marriage or sex though. That's true. Neither yes. Really, really helps, yeah. but her money helps. Yes. Rosie, I imagine has lots of money too. Rich. But, oh, Equal, rich. Equally as horrible as Ellen DeGeneres though, right? I'm, I'm banging Rachel Ray. I'm marrying Ellen. And you're killing and, uh, Rosie O'Donnell. Ellen Rosie. Okay. Although Rosie is probably a better person than Ellen. Ellen. Well, Rosie's pretty annoying. Right. So now my question to you is this. If in this scenario, in this game, F. Mary Kill, you're married to Ellen DeGeneres. Right. Are 
you or anybody. You, it could be anybody in this game that oh, you chose to marry. Is this an, an active marriage, are you saying? Do you have sex with the person? Are you also fucking that person? Then I would have to switch it to Rachel Ray. Well, but hold on. How do you I this is this is the this is the big question. Apparently, some people play this game and they take the marry part to mean that you're in a sexless you marriage. Oh, you <sighs> so I mean in this I, scenario, yeah. I guess I was saying that because I if sure. I'm going to have to have regular sex with any of them, it's right. going to have to be Rachel Ray. Okay. So change but the... So, I was thinking a yeah. loveless marriage with Ellen yeah. where the, the big uh, the big bank account comes with it. Okay. So it change, change the game. Change the game. F. Mary Kill. Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer Lopez. Jennifer Lawrence. This is easy for me. Okay. I'm marrying... Uh, uh, Anderson. I'm fucking Lopez, and I'm killing um, Jennifer Lawrence. Lawrence. Oh yeah. Okay. I mean, it's not that Ed, I, I have Ed, a problem with her. Ed, I the other two. Ed, I'm a much bigger fan. Ed, have you seen Jennifer Lawrence's hacked iCloud? No, I, I haven't seen any of those. I mean, I would never look at those on purpose because it's an invasion of privacy. Yes. Believe, but if I accidentally were to run into those pictures, I would know that Jennifer Lawrence is extremely naughty, and also she's only like thirty years old. But the point is, is so who you marry Aniston in that scenario, right? In your under in your understanding of the game. You also have sex with her in that marriage, yeah. right? In that one, I do. I guess right. with the Ellen one, I was I was imagining a team where I, I, a situation where we were just kind of like marriage in name only well, situation. That, but yeah, the, the Anderson, I would expect it to be a marriage. We're trying to make it work. That is my point. The there are people whose understanding of this. This is like the Mandela effect. There are people whose understanding of the game. F Mary kill is that you only get to F the person you choose to F you, the person you marry, you don't get to F. And I, I, I reject that. You're also effing the person you marry in F Mary kill. The thing is, it's not the like super, it's like just regular sex. It's not the super naughty, dirty, steamy. The F implies you're getting the, the best. Yes. Just one set, one session, just fucking top. Like, it's like a indecent proposal. Like you're, you're getting full access for the evening. Right. And it doesn't cost you a million dollars. I don't know. I didn't realize this was a debate and I just want to make sure it sounds like you and I are on the same side of this. We are. But at the same time, when you gave me that first scenario, I was just thinking, I could I could ride out a loveless marriage I know. and just be filthy rich. I should have so started I was thinking on yes, some level. Yes. But if you started with with three hot options, right? So who is your choice on the three hot options? Um, I would, uh, I would f. Ooh, that's a tough one. Well, I mean, it's hard. It's really hard. This is gun to my three head. Of, of the three, 
Lopez is the is the absolute <sighs> hottest for me. She is the hottest. She is. Jesus and Mara, they were showing a clip. How awful is this? Yep. She is having like um like um a dance party with Diddy while A-Rod is just sitting there watching. And they used to fuck. Right. And they're like, what is he doing there? I could Yeah. I guess A-Rod's just, you know, just satisfied with what he's got. But it's a weird situation. Shine went to the joint for them. Right. Because they did that shooting in some club and Shine. Yeah. Shine took the fall. This is tough. Here's the issue with this. JLo is the hottest. So, of course, I F her. Aniston is has been my boo since the jump, but she's 51. Right. I get it. Lawrence. She passed friendly age. Lawrence is 30 years old. She might be 32. Here's my thing. She's going to be able to take care of these fucking balls for a (laughs) while. Ed, my, my thing with that is I'm trying to imagine a marriage where I find them cool to hang out. Yeah. She seems annoying. I know she seems annoying to me. I know that that weighs heavily. I know she is annoying. So reluctantly or not, I don't know. I would marry Jennifer Aniston and I would be forced to kill Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah, I agree. Even though she's extremely naughty, (laughs) which is kind of an aphrodisiac. It's would be hard for me to have her killed, but the, unfortunately the annoyance outweighs and I feel like she could be, she could be a lot to deal with. And and then she's younger. She's quite a bit younger than me. So I'm I'm getting into my old age, and she's still like peak annoying throughout my old age. So it could be it would be a little tough. It wouldn't it wouldn't be mm-hmm. worth the the what I can only imagine are high level sessions. Uh, okay. Well, hey guys, weigh in. I don't know. Like I always assumed that the Mary and F Mary kill meant you also got to. F the chick you're married to with. It just wasn't the super dirty session. The happiest, happiest, like long-term relationship, which involves ways to make you happy. Yes. I think that is the prevailing wisdom, but it's, I just read this thing and there were a lot of people that were like, no, marry means you're in a, that's not a marriage. Yes. I agree. agree. You're not married. No, you're in a marriage circling the dream. If you're not doing hundred percent, hundred percent. Totally agree with you. Uh, okay. Let's, uh, Let's do some voicemails. He's so easy to hate. Your time he likes to waste. His calls are far from great. His calls are far from great. He's such a stupid fuck. He seems down on his luck. His voicemails really suck. His voicemails really suck. No one's enjoying him. He's so annoying. Plus so fucking boring. And worthless, but he's got nothing else to do. And he's even worse than ish, 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 ish. His thoughts are useless, shit, 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 shit. He's fat and got big tit, 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 tits. He's Manuel in Gardenia. Mm-hmm. Right, right, thanks. Easy Edward. Thursday, 
April 16th. Just calling, man, to wish everybody a happy quarantine life. Mm. I'm hoping that everybody is well, everybody's healthy. And I'm um, just thankful, man. Still working. Looks like uh, company I work for, we're going to be uh, still going strong here. So, talk to George Brazil. Are you a George, you always, George Brazil you always guy? Need, you always need plumbing. Yeah. yeah. He's essential. That's a, prof- a professional like that is great because... Oh, absolutely. You see even things that you think are stable, like oil... Yeah, there there could be a scenario where nobody drives. Nobody's driving, and oil oil is tanked. Yeah, but a plumber, yeah. people are always using their pipes. That's right. I had to get. Do we talk about this on the show? I had to get snaked out at the beginning yes. of quarantine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got snaked out, and Manuel appreciate this. The guy was like, "Hey, normally they'd say you need to install a clean out here because I don't have a clean out because I'm on the second floor." He's like, but I'm just going to go through the P-trap. And he unhooked that P-trap and he snaked it out through the P-trap. I will say this. He did say he was a couple things that were a little surprising to me. He was a black Trump voter, which he was one, he was one of these guys where he's like, I'm just sitting here on the couch. I've been waiting for two days for this guy to come over. My sink was clogged and he comes in and he's like, you know, I don't like really talking politics. And I'm like, oh, cool, me either. And he's like, but I think this Trump guy's getting a raw deal. And I was like, what the fuck? And then he was going on and what? on about. I know he's going on. Him and the chick Telly went on a date with the only two black Trump voters I've ever heard of. And he was going on and on. He said, this this Trump's a gangster. He's a he's a gangster. And I'm like, yeah, exactly. That's the that's what he is. He's a criminal. <laughs> um, but I wasn't I wasn't getting you know I don't get involved. I don't like to talk politics a lot. Uh, but he snaked out my drain, and I was like, I was thankful. But then he's like. I like didn't have a view of the kitchen and he's like, Hey man, he's like, you got any rags? I'm like, yeah, there's a whole bunch of rags that my cleaning lady uses under the sink. And he's like, all right, cool. And then he, he's done. Oh. And also he's like, can you believe it's 420 and I'm not smoking weed right now? And I'm like, hold on, dude. Whoa. I'm the customer. <laughs> like, I, you don't, you don't right? got to tell me that. And, but he did a good job. But then he's like, I, he's like, I cleaned up the best I could. And I'm like, Hey, no worries, man. And I went in at my kitchen. There were Ed. <laughs> there were there were there were puddles. <laughs> there were puddles in my kitchen. Rona. Yeah. Puddles Rona. of Rona. You know? And he was he had boots on and he was stomping around. There was stomped around boot prints in the, from the puddles. And I get it. Like he's not the fucking cleanup plumber. He's the fucking clean the drain plumber. I know it's, but you you expect some level. Right. But also, Uh, right. But also a guy, um, a guy in a couple guys installed, uh, I need a new water heater and they installed it. (laughs) A guy asked to use the bathroom. Oh no. That's the answer is no. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. I, nope. I, I couldn't. I'm just. I couldn't say no. Did you? Could you go like, hey, level, <laughs> level with me, man? Is this a one or is it a two? I, I, you'd know within thirty seconds what it was. But it wasn't just that he skidded the fucking pan. Oof. Like <laughs> fuck, Ed. He skidded it. You gotta warm me up for that, buddy. 
I just, you can't just say that. You got trigger warning, dude. Yeah. Wow. Strips on the bottom of the bowl. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's not cool. But hey, you got to do something. You got to do it at that time. That's, you know, I mean, I don't blame you for that. I don't blame him for asking. It's just, it was a bad situation. Got out the Lysol. I gave it, even though we were a couple years prior, I gave it the Rona treatment. Oh, yeah. Yeah, treat it like Rona. My point about the plumber is that's an essential job. You need a fucking plumber. You're always going to need a plumber. You're going to you're going to need a guy that can weld. You're going to need a mechanic. We got to encourage people. But also all these jobs you can make a nice living doing. You know, like this is, we got to encourage people to learn these trades because we're going to run out of these guys. Right. Yeah. So I appreciate Manuel. Let's see what he had to say. Let's let him finish. Anybody out there who is not. And that's it, man. We'll get through this, people. Much love to you, fellas. Outro. Outro. Hey, much love to you, Manuel. Much love to you out there on the front lines. Being annoyed by Teslas, being annoyed by people driving too fast. No, still nobody on the roads. It is the best. It is. I'm essential. So I, I, yeah. P- plumbers. Yeah. I know most of their lives are dealing with PVC pipes. Yeah. But I read something. ABS. A weeks ago. I, copper. I don't know. If, I don't know if we talked about it, but apparently if you handle copper. Yeah. You don't get sick. Oh, really? Like copper is supposed to be the best hold in terms on, of fighting hold off. Hold on, hold on. This is some fucking Jim Baker shit you're trying to sell me right no, now. No, 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 no. No, it was Dad. it was a study. It was a study of like in different pandemics in the past, <laughs> people that were handling copper pipes were not getting sick to say at the same rate whatsoever. Like there was a big correlation, is, but th- now with everybody dealing with PVC pipes, it, it, there's not as much copper anymore. I, they used to sling. Well, also copper is very valuable. And so people steal it. Uh, they used to sling back in the day in the nineties. I remember those copper bracelets. Right. Right. Yeah, I'm not I'm not advocating any of that. But they were saying if you're constantly I mean, working with like copper. Yeah. Yeah. No, but yeah. It's just something. But Manuel must know in his trade, just wash your hands. Oh yeah. I mean you've got if you're a plumber, you're always washing hands yeah. and wearing gloves and yeah. stuff. Yeah. But it is crazy. I every day think about it. Yeah. How many times I'm touching my face. Oh my God. And also I got this shitty if you oh, I mean, if you're one of these people that's following my Insta stories. Oh no, I deleted the Insta story. Uh, hold on. Fuck. How'd I take Insta stories off the list? Uh, if you follow my Insta stories, you know, I'm growing a COVID beard and it looks like Shit! Like we're all just in this thing where our lives have stopped for a while. I saw I saw Ed the other day. Ed, for some reason, decided to go video when I called him on Skype the other day, and it was it was like, oh, you you were looking like Jesse Plem. You're like Jesse Plemons, like with a just a little bit of a bourbon habit, like a little bit older. 
Jesse Plemons. You had he had the five o'clock shadow going. I mean, oh uh, no, I have a full beard. Yeah, yeah. You were well. This is a few weeks ago. You were uh, you were in it as well. We're all just like kind of letting ourselves go a little bit. I know you're still doing insanity. No one's judging you, but we're all drinking. No, I'm just saying, I uh, the the beard. I'm yeah. at the point where it's starting to get like strag- scraggly, like hairs sticking out. Like it's oh, too yeah. much now. I got so my Gross. beard. My beard's got so many colors in them in it, and you know what? A lot of those colors are white. I've got some gray. I've got, got some white. I've got yeah. a red mustache. Yeah, yeah. You you probably got some clear in there too. You got any of the clear ones coming in? Oh, it's not a good look. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's a tough time for everybody and especially for our tradesmen out there. Okay. Let's do another email. Voicemail. Brian, Ed, it's Dolomite. Hey, uh, it's been a little bit of a, Hey, real quick on Dolomite. And he doesn't want me to say this. This Dolomite is a bad motherfucker other than his horrible opinions about <laughs> American hero it? Guy Fieri and his, Oh, there's something else I was going to say about him that I lost. I got just before the show, Ed. Mm-hmm. This is this is how you know it's a pandemic. I got a 12 pack of Coors Original delivered. A banquet beer? Banquet beer, and there's no shame in that. The, the, I'm the, waiting on my delivery of bourbon. Oh yeah, see, I don't well, see. It's not as common to have things delivered where I live, and especially alcohol. I never had something delivered until the pandemic. Oh, yeah. And now I'm getting groceries. And yeah, it's kind of nice. And but yeah. as he's at the I'm guys, back to it. the guys walking, back to the store. and also it was like the same price. I'm like, wait, right. I could walk I paid, I, to the supermarket. I pay like four dollars for my delivery. Yeah, I could walk That's to the store enough. right now and get a twelve pack of Coors Light, and it might be sixteen bucks. And and. This guy's going to deliver it to my door and it's going to be 1750 and I'm going to throw him 3 bucks when he gets here. Like I don't yeah. how am I not going to do that? Avoid that avoid that rona and not get the rona. And he shows up, he's got gloves, he's got a mask, but the problem is he gets out of his car and my neighbor's getting out of her car and he's like, "Hey, do you know Brian?" And she's like, Oh, and she like sizes up the situation and she's like, yeah, I do now. he lives right there. And I come outside. I was trying to like, I saw the whole thing going on and I like tried to intercept it and I go out there and I'm like, hey, oh, oh, hey, oh. like tried. And she's looking at me and she's like, did you just get a 12 pack of Coors original delivered? <laughs> And I'm like, yeah, I was hoping you wouldn't see. And she goes, don't worry. And she points, she's a single mom. She points at her daughters, her daughters next to her. And she goes, don't worry. Her dad cracks one every morning at 10 a.m. <laughs> Wait, so is she saying like you're in that class? No, 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 no. She was, you're not that no, she was smiling. <laughs> she was smiling. She <laughs> thought it was funny that I was having beer delivered because it's just a weird thing that something that only happens in a pandemic. And I was embarrassed by it. So she was just kind of like playing along, but still I'm drinking right now. Listen, <sighs> I'm drinking. A Coors Original. I never drink during the show. I never drink during the week. But the world is fucking crazy right now. Oh, that's what I was going to say. Dolomite. Dolomite 
is he was our first ever Patreon subscriber. And he, he reached out to me recently and he was like, Hey, just want you to know, love the show, support the show. When you get the new subscription service going, please let me know first. And so today about 10 minutes before I tweeted it, I DM'd Dolomite and said, hey, here's the new thing. And by the time I sent the tweet, he had already subscribed. The best. That's the best. That's what kind of person Dolomite is. So despite, oh, despite his bad takes on Guy Fieri and that horrible white Christmas email that he sent us at one time. Do you remember that? It was around. That was a lot. That was a lot to it was take. about the time he got a blowjob on Christmas Eve and it was white Christmas. Yeah, it was. That like was the, horrible. The just, milk out the nose. Yeah, it's so. easy, easy. I wasn't going to be, just, I wasn't going to describe it, Ed. <laughs> Despite those two things, Dolomite is a great guy and we appreciate him for being our first Patreon subscriber and our, our first subscription subscriber now. So let's let him finish. I uh, a little down the dumps. I, I turned 40. Wasn't too excited about that. But the real kick in the pants was uh, I was unfollowed on Twitter by a uh, certain former show contributor. And that uh, oh, really oh. got me down. That happens. That so happens. I, I got to thinking, <laughs> what could I do to turn this into a positive? And I got to thinking, well, now I can tell the stories that I and the other listeners like to hear on the show. No, you can't. You absolutely cannot. <laughs> These things, these things are going to be censored by me, Dola. Well, this was around uh, St. Patrick's Day in the twenties, and uh, anyway, go and vault the bar with a girl, get her back to the place, and uh, get hot and heavy, and we're about to have sex. And she says, "Oh, I can't. Uh, it's that time of the month." Oh my God, Ed, where are we going with this? I mean, do you remember John and Fullerton? I remember. John and Fullerton like to talk about this kind of stuff too. I'm going to let him fit. Dolomite's earned this right. He has. He has. Let him go. I'm going to let him finish, but I know I'm going to regret it. Hey, I'm going to let you finish, Dolomite. Look at her like, why did we get this far? And she's like, oh, no, don't worry. There's another hole back there. So anyway, I fucked her in the ass. Anyway. Dolomite. Wow. Buddy. Come on. You know better than that. We don't talk about. (laughs) We don't talk like that. (laughs) (laughs) Not on this show, buddy. That Dolomite. I'm I'm fine with you talking about it, buddy. (laughs) But it's never been my thing. But there's a a, look. There's a way, there's a way to talk about these things. Listen to the well, way I, like I do it, was, it. I like how he got to the point. It was pretty. Do you want me to let him I finish? Let him finish. You want me to let him finish? Oh let my God. Finish. Hold on. I, I closed it. So it rewound. Let's, uh, let's see. Uh, hopefully we're past the part that he just said. <laughs> Wait, I fucked her in the ass. Ah! Anyway, best part is after that, I uh, took her in. Get the ATM. Anyway, guys, thanks for your show and uh, fuck out here. Later. 
So something happened where I don't know if he was talking into the phone. It's, yeah, Did he say something about an ATM he, after? He says, he said, so anyway, after that, he, he like took his mouth away from the receiver for some reason. And he said, right. he just, he just made a mistake. And he said, I took her and made a deposit at the ATM. <laughs> so it's must he must've, maybe he wanted to, um, put some money on her, uh, on her books for her tuition or something. That's why That's he, he took oh, her, maybe. He, he took right. her to the ATM. That's right. She's got to get through school somehow. Automated teller machine. I don't know any other acronym for ATM. Yes. Other than that. <laughs> That's Maybe. the only one I know. Dolomite. I don't know Unless those three. Like, I mean, remember there don't was that do it. Don't illness. Do it. There, there was that illness a Ma- few Mancavsies. years ago. The, ho- the hoof, hoof and mouth yes. thing. Yes. Maybe it could be mean something like that. I don't know. Oh, you're disgusting. Ed, you're <laughs> disgusting. Okay, one, one more voicemail. Brad, Brad, Brad. Oh. Easy Ed Daily. Telly Fupas here. Oh, it's Telly. Telly. Friend of the show. So I got to tell you guys a story. Um, this girl that used to work at one of the golf courses I worked at. She hit me up on Instagram. She's like, Hey, I'm not working at. Hold on a second. Just, so we know Telly loves to golf. Like his name is loves it. Telly two putts. And then he had to change it to Telly two putt because he got banned. He got banned over a golf related right. matter. Cause he was defending Tiger Woods honor to a bookmaker who had him banned. I mean, in, in the bookmaker's defense, he Telly did threaten to murder the bookmaker, but are we to understand that Telly also, he, his, his career is in golf or is he just saying like he used to work at golf courses? Like you used to be a caddy. That's right. That's I'm guessing. I need more details. I don't the game. Telly's a big mystery to me. He likes, he likes to have sex with college age girls I believe he's in well into his thirties himself. I don't know his age, but I would guess he's, he's approaching 40, like our good friend Dolomite. Uh, he exclusively lives in college, a college town. So he can bang college girls. Is Boulder. Yeah. Boulder. He goes to, no, oh no, he hates Boulder. He, th- I think he lives in, um, where's, oh, where's Colorado Springs? state Springs. Right, I don't think he right. lives there, though. I think he lives like outside of Denver. Uh, My sister lives in Boulder. I know. Good town. He, uh, yeah, there's good people there. Other than there, it's a real. There's a lot of people wearing tivas. And there's a fair amount of hacky sacks. A lot of hacky sack. There's there's a white boy reggae band from the Denver area called the Samples that they all like. That's horrible. Um, there's a lot of Dave Matthews band, that kind of stuff. But other than that, I remember and, a couple of years ago when yeah, I went to the yeah. Ghostface and Jizza concert, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I walked in and I was with the only black guy in the entire right, city. Right. And everybody wears, everybody's wearing something puffy all right. the time, be it a vest or a jacket. And there, there's a lot of like Patagonia hats. Like it's not, it's not my style, but there's a lot of IPAs, you know, there's, there's, there's good things out there. Uh, but I, I need to know more about Telly. We should do, you know what we should do? 
we should do in depth. Yeah, we should do like a Diane Sawyer interview. Like like how uh like Stern they they go and examine the lives of like Beetlejuice. Yes. Yes. Behind the scenes, we send out Shuli to go live. That's right. With underdog woman. Right. Go go to the basement bar with Telly and to see his life for a while. I would do that. I would, I would be really into doing that or we could just have him on and we could talk to him and ask him questions. Okay. Let's see. Let's, let's see what else he has to say. Obviously. And you should join my OnlyFans. And I'm like, I asked her, you know, what's OnlyFans? And she's like, well, I can show a lot of shit. Obviously I wanted to see him because I, prior to this, I thought her kids were fake and they're, they're real and they're the most unbelievable real kids I've ever seen. Mm. So I joined. Mm. I'm like, all right, 20 bucks a month. Ooh, that's whatever. a lot. She's like, help your girl out. I'm like, okay, deal. So I joined it and it was kind of lame actually. Like, yeah, I, I don't know. She looked good. She looked really good. So I'm just the beginning. So he met, he met some chick at a golf course he worked at and he was into her. That's what I heard. But then 20 bucks a month. What's that? So he said she hit him up to join her only fans. Only fans. I didn't know what that was. So only fans is like, you know, that's like a site where, where maniacs have like, they're like a guy will like make videos of himself, like fucking his girlfriend For instance, and then somebody will like sign up. They'll like buy a subscription and be like, I want to see these two people fuck. Oh, I'm going to buy a subscription to their OnlyFans. And it's like a monthly thing. And but mostly it's just like chicks. It's like kind of like camming, but it's like not live where they just make videos. It's like porn, but it's like bespoke. Yeah, they make it for just their fans. A few weeks ago, I think it was Neil Brennan tweeted out, now we are all cam girls. You know, Neil, I finally watched Neil Brennan's uh, Three Mics special this weekend. I thought it was good. It's fantastic. It's so good. It's so different. Yeah. It's so good. It's just, yeah, it's it's cool. And just like if you just isolated the stand-up portion of it. It's fucking great. His stand-up is great. It's not just kind of good. It's really good. And I'm It's really hard to pull off what he did. Amazing. Because each each change is it can derail a whole situation. Amazing. I thought that was good and sort of I mean different, but in the same kind of way the Great Depression, Gary Goldman's thing. It's good. That was good. It's the same type same type of vibe where like he's talks about heavy shit that could really derail it, but he gets it back on track being it's, fun. Gary Goldman's really funny. My big takeaway and what kind of took me out of the Gary Goldman special okay. is how incredibly hot his girlfriend is. Yes, she is. <laughs> I was like, whoa, I was not expecting that. I need this explained to me. Sade, right? I, and I don't, I don't. He's yeah. like, yeah, he's like, I'm not with the Sade. Yeah. I'm with a Sade. Yes. She, well, I mean that may, she's black and yeah. she's beautiful. She's banging. Like, she must be a model. Like yeah. she's yeah. beautiful. <laughs> and he's like, I mean, he's, a, he's a working comedian and, uh, but he's also like 
in bed with depression a lot of the time. And I'm like, wow. So yes, I enjoyed that special too. But uh, my big takeaway was, wow, his girlfriend is so hot. Okay. Let's see. Let's see what Ed's doing or uh, Telly's doing with his OnlyFans here. Cause I'm now I'm interested. I, I'm going to be straight up with you. I've never subscribed to anybody's OnlyFans just because I wanted to see them have sex. Yeah. Like two minutes ago. No, it's like there's plenty of sex on the internet. I don't need to sign up to watch specific people have sex. I'll just go watch some other people have sex if I need to see people have sex, which is not that often. And that's that's free, by the way. And like two days later, one of the girls that I know that I fuck, uh, whoa, from my home course, whoa, she was like, "Hey, I made an OnlyFans. Can you join it?" And another one, yeah. And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah." <laughs> and so I joined it and checked her out. I fucked her, <laughs> but I knew she was so she was pansexual. I never. What's well, that mean? Now I know what it is. What's? Oh, he's gonna explain. Okay, I interrupted. Hold on. Let's oh, look. More than by pans. I mean, what else? Pansexual means there? you like fuck anything. Like, I men, mean, men by implies you go men and women. What pan? Is, what animals too? No, what? don't be gross, Ed. <laughs> men. What? I mean, tr- like trans people. I guess people that don't aren't us are not. Not, not have a gen, don't, aren't gendered. I don't know, dude. I'm fucking in my forties. I only just heard of this shit recently. I'm not really sure. Intellectual guy. Joined it. Well, I went to go use my card the next day. Declined, declined, declined. Mm. So I go to the bank. The bank, the, the operation manager at the bank knows me. Personally, she's like, yeah, uh, I see you're, we had some OnlyFans, like, mm-hmm. back-to-back charges, so. Happens. And I got, yeah, yeah, it's it's been a rough fucking quarantine. Bye, guys. Wow. Wow. You know, it's, first of all, Telly, fantastic call. All great calls this week. Um, you know it's tough because. Telly's subscribing to the OnlyFans of a girl he wants to bang and of a girl he's already banged. See, that, I mean, that doesn't make sense. He's donating. But the OnlyFans thing, I feel like if they know that you're going to pay and they haven't given up the goods, you're never getting it, right? Yeah, but it's it's not for like, it just happens that he knows these girls. But the the primarily the only fan is fans is just for randos. And if you've already banged the one girl, what right. are you paying money to see her? I agree. He's kind of, he's just like uh, he's donating. He's just like supporting her, which is kind he's, of weird. He's helping out lo- local businesses. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> right. Fair, it's like though. it's like. My maid, my, the, the, my cleaning lady, housekeeper, she comes here every two weeks and I know times right. are tough and I'm, right. we, we, we just Venmo ours. Yeah. Just, so I just give her, I'd like pay a little extra, you know? Cause I you know. still have her come? Yeah, I still have her come. It's just, it's just You're her. A fucking monster. No. 
What? Well, <laughs> you clean the bathroom yourself and yeah. you send her some money. So, so I did that. Oh, I did man. that. I did that a couple weeks ago. I did that. Jeez. But then she came, but then she's like back working again. And so she came, <laughs> she came today, but I paid her extra. Oh yeah. I needed it. I needed it. That ventilator. I need- <laughs> what a monster. I need you're it. just supposed to, this is just a I time where you're like, you know what? We're all going to pitch in together. <laughs> I'm cleaning in my toilets and you sit this one out. I, had, I know you need it more than me. I did that. I did that before. And you're saying you did it like like you did it once, and you're like, well, fuck it. She's now Rona proof. Well, I did my um well, I hadn't really thought about that. I paid my child to clean when she couldn't, you know, come. And then she doesn't do as good of a job nearly. You're real salt of the earth. So, <laughs> so I, I texted yesterday, hey, you back out there, and she's like, Yeah. And I'm like, all right, cool. But also, there's no Rona here, and she's disinfecting. Yeah, okay. She's well, cleaning. Hey, I want you to she's be able not, to sleep well at night. She's I, not I adding. She's she's masked up. We she's got a Dr. Phil type situation. She's gloved up, and she's she's out there earning. And also, she should earn a little extra from me because oh, I yeah. know I know a lot of people are canceling and not paying her. Hey, Doris, there's an extra Finsky with your name on it if you uh, get out here in the next 15 minutes. (laughs) Okay, let's do some emails. Um, Oh, here's one. Brian and Ed, you're at a rap party for Mm -hmm. the show, The Masked Singer. I've never seen this show, and it looks so horrible. I I, I can tell you, I saw about 10 minutes of it. Oh, no. It was on after the Super Bowl this year. Oof. And we had people over. So after they left, like I was cleaning up and it was on. And it was it was very weird. Yeah, they think, uh, how do they sing normally if they're wearing a mask? Right. I, I assume it's pre-recorded because you don't have to tell. Right. It would sound like people like furries where you, you see those interviews and they're all like mumbling. Yeah. It's just pre-recorded. Oh, they sing it before, and then they come out and like lip sync it. I would get well, lip sync. They've got a giant like panda. Head. You know what I mean? They they pantomime it, right? Um, but David Spade was on Stern. And he was talking about this, and he's like, "Their move is they go super big. They're like, is this George? It might be George Clooney." <laughs> funny but i but yeah like i was watching it and i was thinking they must pre-record it because it would sound mumbled you can't yeah, yeah. you can't sing mascot head right yeah you can't sing through paul's furry costume and expect people to understand what you're saying and also how how do they hear your safe word paul uh you're at a rap party for the show the mass singer looking beyond Robin Thicke trying to molest everything without a penis. 
Robin Fix does seem very Randy. He does. And Ken Jong being over the top to try and get laughs. You, I tell you, you what, what, I tell you what, not funny. He's I, not funny. I don't care. I bet he's, I bet the fucking paycheck for that show. I bet, I don't know how many episodes they do, but I guarantee you Ken Jong. They're is, all big money makers. Those kind of shows. Yeah, I bet he gets 50 grand a week for the that show. The production value is, I mean, they, they build a nice set, but yeah. then everyone who comes on and brings them content they, like they, they yeah. don't have to pay them much. No. no. So yeah, I'm sure he's getting he's getting paid. Yeah. And he was like funny. And I I remember the first yeah uh, what do you call it movie the, Hangover. You can't over, do that over and over again. You can't do. But that like over. he yeah. did that once. But every other time I've seen him, right. I'm, I'm not quite sure what's yeah. going on. Doctor Ken. You see Jenny McCarthy talking about why she will not be getting the COVID-19 vaccine in one corner while Nicole Scherzinger big fan is in the other corner talking about how revolutionary the pussycat dolls were and how they should be in the rock and roll hall of fame. If you can block out their nonsense for one night, who are you going to scoop? Yeah, 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 yeah. Chicken hands get the cluck and scoop it up, scoop it up. All your bitches get the suck and scoop it up, scoop it up. Play a hater still hate, scoop it up, scoop it up. Give me that pussy, I ain't waiting. Scoop it up, scoop it up. Hold up, wait a minute, scoop it up, scoop it up. Give me some pussy, I'm up in it. Scoop it up, I mean, scoop it up. Get the strips in on my top. Obviously, I don't approve of that song in any way, but it's very catchy. Ed, talent. he's very good. That's Brad in New York. Ed. You've, it seems you've already tipped your hand. So I, I will say one thing about Scherzinger. Yeah. I, I really don't know much about her personality because I've never yeah. seen her talk about anything. She's, I believe she's Hawaiian. But the bus stop right outside our flat in London last year had an incredible uh, picture of like an ad of Scherzinger, yeah. Scherzinger. Yeah. And she looks spectacular. Yeah. Um, She's got some big Jane implants. McCarthy yeah. Is so fucking annoying. She really hey, is. Look, I'm a playmate, but I can make she, fart noises. Yeah. And guess what? I hate vaccines mm-hmm. and I cured autism. Mm-hmm. Get the fuck out of yeah. here. Yeah. No, it's so, not even a question for me. Okay. Well, I get where you're coming from and I'm not, Neither of these chicks is on my list at all. They're just not, neither of them are really my style at all. Um, Nicole Scherzinger, the implants are really like obvious. She's Donna Martin bad. She's got, she's got uh, just a bit of a harsh kind of masculine look to her. She's not for me. That said, Jenny McCarthy, annoying, really one of the worst, but the worst, but when I was like 19, yes. And Jenny, Jenny McCarthy 
was the fucking playmate of the year. And that's back when like you would know who the playmate of the year was. Imagine, imagine a world. Imagine there's a fucking time in history that someone could pose naked in a fucking magazine (laughs) and you and all your friends would know their names. I, Jenny McCarthy, it's nearly impossible for anyone younger than we are to know this. She was so sexy. She was so hot. This was before you ever heard her speak, mind you. I got to go back to there. I'm scooping Jenny McCarthy, young Jenny McCarthy, straight out of Chicago. She's still got the accent. I'm going to scoop that up. Not the modern day one. Yeah, so you can just pick and choose your arrows? Yes, that's what I'm doing. Yeah. Here's the next one. I think that was from Lala. I didn't, it, it seems I've failed to cut and paste the signature if he left one. Here's another one. Ballers. Hashtag every, every episode, hashtag current episode, hashtag Friday facts. I have to say I was less than impressed with your evaluation of the film masterpiece. <laughs> Red Dawn? Armageddon. Guys, Armage- go, guys, if you haven't listened yet, go back and listen to episode 316, Ed and I reviewed Armageddon. Excuse me. This movie basically is the description of the human race and what we do. <laughs> it's a metaphor. But since I am a fan, we have to deal with this. However, as a person that has worked on offshore platforms, the timeline is insane. There is no way these dudes could have got back to the in, to the U.S. in the schedule we see in the movie. Also, does the boss of the platform bring his daughter out to the platform for the guys to have sex with? Because that <laughs> just run a train on, on the daughter. That seemed like a bridge too far. I know it's cheesy, but this movie is attractive, even though it is entirely insane. It's entertaining. No, it is not. FYI, I watch this movie every time it's on TV. That's Regards, Doug, the Canadian living in Houston. Doug, Doug what what I will say? Don't Brian. Brian no, Brian so hated it so bad. What, what I will say is, I watched it with my twelve-year-old son, and he was into it and having fun. So I was not. I recognize how ridiculous and awful nuts. Bruce Willis was, nuts. but I was not hating it as much as Brian. Oh, horrible guys. Big fan of social distancing. 75% of my coworkers are not in the office. My neighbors stay on their side of the street. I haven't had any weekends at the in-laws in a month and no little league. <laughs> oh yeah. I, I just had that. I got the email, the sad email from the, the town little league being like, well, it's looking like we're not going to have a season. And it was just an added bonus. Yes. No, ba- no youth baseball. This is, this is great. Yes. My cup runneth over. Being a huge fan of the traditional handshake, I also no longer have to worry about someone trying to give me the slap fist or the slap snap or half handshake hug. The handshake (laughs) hug thing has become so commonplace. Never do it. it. It's like the hip hop. It's the hip hop hug. Yeah, but here's here's the deal. Yeah, I know. I'm around uh, certain people who 
do that. Sure. That's their their thing. Yeah. No, I get pulled into it, and yeah. I'm I mean I'm an awkward guy, but I Very. get really awkward when that happens. Yeah, I could. See I'm also that. awkward. I've never been interested in kissing people, kissing women. Hello. I just don't. I, I, I it's, so. I do that, and not on the lips, obviously, no, unless I I'm know you. Still, I don't see. I'm not down with that. Like I, I get it that you know. I, I don't know. I get yeah. that it's yeah. done. It's just I've never felt comfortable like kissing some random person that I'm kind of friends yeah. with. But like, what what are we doing? Like, here? if you're my buddy's wife, that's what I'm saying. That's the scenario where. Like some people I'm like kissing. What? No. If you're my buddy's wife and I haven't, I haven't seen you in a while, I'm going to pull you in and I'm going to put one on your cheek. That's what I do. But then I was watching something last night where I saw like a guy go in for a kiss and the girl was clearly like, just like kind of agreeing to a kiss from the from the acquaintance, and I again, not a lip kisser. I just want that out there. Not a lip kisser. But if I know your wife, and you bring her around, I'm gonna give her a kiss on the cheek. So you're a fucking creep. But now I'm wondering. I've always done that. I've yeah, always done it. Not do that. I've always I'm, done it. I'm gonna feel great about it. I've always done it. I've done it. I've been doing it. I've done it since the jump. And now I'm thinking to myself, should I be doing that? The weird thing is, I, I mean, I've never been afraid of a good handshake, like a solid handshake. But it's handshakes are canceled. But we cancel handshakes. We've canceled them. It's pointless. The only thing is what to do with your hands. It's there's going to be a lot of awkward handshake. At least you just go in, you do it and then you're done. Now it's going to be like, Hey, what are you supposed to do? That like lame wave where only your elbow and up moves. What is that? What's that? You know what I'm saying? Like, what are you going to do now? Hey. Yeah. What about the thing where you like, you like smack the guy's hand real hard and you do you do like the sideways high five, and then you bump knucks. Is that this is basically the same but as a handshake? Knucks is the same thing. Yeah, yeah. The handshake's dead. The same thing. And when people were trying to like in the waning moments before we were all locked inside, when people were trying the elbows, like, oh, oh I'm never doing that. Who, who am I? The yeah. Bash Brothers? Who am I? Who, who am I? Carney Lansford over here? <laughs> Walt Weiss? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not bashing anything. Terry Steinbeck. I'm out. Right. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) This must be what it's like to live in Idaho. Also, I'm like two beers away from calling the voicemail, but my voice sounds less like LSU Lala and more like a Nick Saban, Mr. Rogers love child. (laughs) You guys are neat. That is from Dave in Rancho San Clemente. Dave, I very much, very much appreciate that. Uh, did you see that? I You didn't see it. And I don't have the Insta story song cued. I should, I can't, I just replaced it not that long ago. On my Insta story, I follow Mental Floss. And they had a yes, story. I, I, 
I do yeah. on Instagram. Oh, so you might have seen this. They had a story about how Mr. Rogers and Oh, one four three? Yes. I nothing I take nothing away from Mr. Rogers. That man was a saint. If there's such thing as a perfect human being, he was it. He was about love. He was about positivity. He was about making children the best people they can be. And there's nothing you can take away from that man. He was amazing. Right. But Um, (laughs) he supposedly maintained a weight of 143 pounds throughout his life because of the whole one, four, three, I love you aspect of it but also that's called anorexia yeah well that's not healthy he was he was a vegetarian and he swam religiously every morning i i I, that keeps you healthy the the documentary on him was great and um they focused on that a little bit yeah he weighed the same thing like every day of his adulthood it's crazy and 100 what was he how tall was he 143 pounds I mean, I'm hoping he was really short. Did, did you see the, uh, he didn't look short. Did you see, I started watching the Jordan thing and I know you're not into Jordan. You're a Knicks fan and everything, but it's pretty good. I know you're watching heard, it. Don't pretend I'm, like you're no, not watching it. It's there's good. no chance. It's I, so I tweeted, good. Ed. But I had to delete the tweet because I had a typo and I just didn't oh, care enough. Yeah. There's a better chance of Michael Jordan watching a 10 part documentary on me. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Oh, him, you should you know? do that again. That's pretty funny. That's a, I would have liked that. That's funny. I could have retweeted that. It had a typo and I just deleted it. That's pretty funny. Um, They show, it's like the third game of his career. Michael Jordan's like, uh, you know, I knew I had to come out and let my play speak for, for myself because I had no status among these other guys. And the only way people were going to know that I meant business is me balling out on the court. And he goes, and I think I did that in the third game. And it was against the Milwaukee Bucks. And first of all, then oh, I, the, oh, Paul McKeskey? Yeah. The 1980s Milwaukee Bucks, like di- d- different tones of green striped gear, like the warmups were so beautiful. Top five gear. They were, yes. But that team, yes. because I remember having basketball cards, it was Sidney Moncrief yep. and then the ugliest bunch of white guys yeah. you'll ever yes. see. Sigma, yep. McKeskey, yep. was bad. And so, uh, and Jordan's like, look, you know, I was going out there. They had Sidney Moncrief. And basically he put it on Sidney Moncrief. But they showed the the pregame introductions. Sidney Moncrief, 6'4", pounds. Whoa. <laughs> I mean, that's not a healthy weight. It wasn't he, it was, wait, am I confused? It wasn't he Dr. Duncanstein? Yes. I mean, he had ferocious dunks. He was. was That slight. 6'4", 185. That's crazy. There was a lot, I I don't, I don't know any information on Sidney Moncrief. There's a lot of cocaine in the 80s in NBA. They they had a horrible cocaine problem for a while. Yeah, I, I used to know a guy that spent a lot of time with the, Phoenix Suns of the 1980s, Walter Jones. Dennis Johnson got them got yep. them going before yep. he went to Boston. Alvin. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I can't remember his name. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of cocaine back then. Um, so anyway, you should watch it. It's good. Also, 
No. Why, why were their suits so big in the nineties? What was going, was there like a, was there like a fabric surplus? Were there like, Every, I'm guessing everybody was a big fan of David Byrne. Right. That's what they look like. That's what they, they look like talking heads. They're like, Hey, we, here's the deal. We can make you a jacket, but we have enough material to make you two jackets idea. Let's just make one jacket. Let's just make one jacket out of two jackets worth of material. How about we do that? Because that's what they were doing back then. It was crazy. It was insane. Okay, Ed, I say, I say we wrap it up at this. We've give, we don't want to go too long with these people. We've, uh, we've taken enough of our fans time. They love what we've done. We, we had to catch up on all of this. All this the voicemails. Yeah. Yeah. We, we got, sometimes we just get on here and we bullshit a little bit and that's fun to do. That's actually the most fun to do. So, uh, we'll pick it up next week. This has been episode 317 of the baller lifestyle podcast for Ed daily. My name is Brian Beckner. We will see you next week. Bye. The lifestyle's baller Podcast getting bigger and not smaller Broadcasting weekly, that's what we do With Easy Ed Daily and the man Jay Stew And Brian Beckner quick to dissect The week in sports and culture and whatever Plus you know there's Kate with a C But she's known as Fancy Pop to you and me Talking loud, covers, conundrums, my brothers Reviewing some movies and shows and others Top podcast, man, no one is above us Five star, even the haters will love us And we're not trying to talk politics a lot We'd much rather talk about dicks a lot Shit's so hot, man, you know the shit's on top Top podcast, man, it really hits the spot Listen up, you players and shot callers, TV